0: welcome to another episode of dreamers and winners podcast got a great show for you today we're going to be talking about health i'm married to an entrepreneur i'm married 17 years beautiful wife um four kids um and i've been an entrepreneur ever since i've been married before i've been married right but my wife she's entrepreneurial but she's not a serial entrepreneur like me so she has a, her clothing line she has her you know salon and other little things she do but when it comes down to like that roaring entrepreneurial spirit that's all me so um many times you know in the past in the beginning of our relationship um i didn't know how to handle being an entrepreneur and being married and also vice versa and and many times it brung uh, very much pressure and friction because she's like, Hey, I'll just go get a job. And I'm like, I am the job. I'm making a job. And that concept of that understanding took a while for her to understand, in a sense of, you know, because when you are an entrepreneur and you're starting something from nothing, you don't necessarily have um, backing and funding. Sometimes it gets tight, <laughs> it gets crazy. And, you know, in relationship when money's not right, uh, it's hard for that relationship to be right sometimes. Right. So, you know, you got to think about this when you first met your spouse and they was entrepreneurial, um, you were probably charmed by it. You probably was like, Oh my boy. You know, he is, you know, uh, a, a baller. He's going to be a mogul. He's going to change the world. And yada they And then you marry this person. And, um, they start building their dreams and life happens, dreams happen, situations happen, and it becomes very overwhelming on the relationship. I mean, it's not that you don't love each other, but to be able to, uh, be married to an entrepreneur, um, takes some, some sacrifices. It takes us to, as individuals to begin to, uh, humble ourselves on both parts. And then also to really get to understand each other's. Uh, purpose. So that's what our show is about today. I want, I want to help you that are married to entrepreneurs. So we'll give you some tips. Um, we're going to give you some advice. We're going to give you some prayer, um, things you can pray for, um, to use your faith. But most of all, we're going to help you, um, stay married and have the best relationship, even though you may not be an entrepreneur or you may be the entrepreneur and they're not, but you're going to get to understand how each other thinks. In this episode. So, welcome again to Dreamers and Winners. It's sponsored by Food Geeks Eatery, sponsored by Ring Box. And if you are building business credit, if you're building your business like I have many times over and again from the ground up, you need business credit and you need a phone line. So, with RingBox.com, you're able to get a virtual phone line, and that virtual phone line helps you build your business credit. So, go to RingBox.com get your trade line, sign up, it's very simple. Um, they give you 7,500 in um, a business trade line that reports and every month when you pay your bill it's building your business credit. So go to ringbox.com, our sponsor for today's show. Um, if you're building business credit and you want to uh, add some good, uh, a good trade line, go to ringbox.com, that's R-I-N-G-B-O-X-Z.com and sign up for your business, virtual business phone line where it's simple approval, no personal guarantee, just your EIN, be incorporated, and they also set up your four one one listing, national listing, and you get a virtual phone line number, so you can build business credit. And the great thing about it is, every time you pay your bill, it is reported to credit, the business credit bureaus, and you get a seventy five hundred dollar trade line reporting. Isn't that great? All right, let's get into our show today. So we're talking about help a married to an entrepreneur. And, you know, this is a big thing for me. It's personal because uh, we, me and my wife, my spouse of over 17 years have had some disagreements about my decisions as an entrepreneur. I've had some disagreements with her about her decision not to be an entrepreneur like I am. Not, and not saying that my wife is not an entrepreneur, but when it comes down to uh, the serial entrepreneur that every day I get up, eat, breathe business and creative ideas and writing books and podcasts. That's me. She a companion. She will support me. She never have stopped me from um, doing any of these things, but I had to learn early in the beginning of our marriage is that I can't make her be what I am. I have to love her who for who she is. She's been awesome and supporting, but a lot of times I know she felt as if our marriage is taking a back seat because I don't have a normal job you know, and because I don't work a normal job, I don't have normal hours of operation um, because I'm the boss. As many times I've not gotten paid to pay my staff, to pay the bills, to keep the business going and running or the businesses running afloat. And um, it has taken a toll in sometimes in our marriage, especially when we don't understand or don't have the vocabulary to articulate how we are feeling. So when we don't have that vocabulary, because many times we didn't have people that were doing what we're doing the way we're trying to. Not only we're we building a family, we are building a ministry, we're pastors, um, also um we're living, we're we're moving in a in a way that is not just entrepreneurial, but it's spiritual. And so a lot of times in society, when you hear people talk about entrepreneur, um, a business owner is separate from our faith and our spiritual relationship with Jesus or with God, right? So we're trying to be led of the Holy spirit. We're trying to be led of what we're doing and also have a healthy business, a healthy marriage. Um, and many times that has not always been the case. So, and because of that, not understanding or having the vocabulary and the wisdom or even the mentorship around us on how to navigate this, there have come times in our marriage where our marriage was suffering Because I'm making choices and she's making choices to try to figure this out. But we're making these choices separate of each other because, uh, in some instances, we may have felt that what we would say to the other person may be hurtful or may not be received correctly. And so we'll make the assumption that we have figured out on our own. And that's the worst thing you can do when you're married is not communicate even if it's hard and an attempt to be single in a union or in a, in a, in a, in something that is meant to be corporate meant to be a team effort. And so, um, marriage is a partnership, you know, and many times without that understanding of that, we make decisions as if we are single and we will kill our marriage. And so, The business aspect or the entrepreneur aspect, the mindset of an entrepreneur is different from those that operate in a nine to five. You know, we don't think the same. We don't think about, uh, you know, just go to work, get a check, go home. We don't think subpar thinking. We are thinking big grand. We're thinking that this is going to be the next thing that, that produces the the solution to the world's problems. We're very intricate. We're very futuristic in our thinking, um, and sometimes we can become so futuristic that in our thinking, so focused on our business that we forget we're married. That we forget that we have a spouse. We've made a commitment to prior to taking over all these tasks and goals, and becoming this boss and this person that people bow down to. You know, if you would, um, we we took a vow under in in, in under heaven in in God uh, that we will love our spouse, that we will be um we be committed and faithful to that. And so we find that many people, um, they get into a, a situation where they find themselves having to make a decision between marriage, um, and entrepreneur, or, or I love my spouse, but I I'm, I'm lacking in affection, I'm lacking in attention because they're always working. And from my perspective as a black man, uh, a man that grew up without a father, a man that grew up without certain things that will balance me out in understanding who I am as a black man, as a man in general, I don't want to make it just racial, but as a man in general, lacking that proper identity of seeing a man provide seeing a man open up a business, seeing a man teach you about how to be affectionate to your spouse and how to just be married. Um, I didn't have that, that picture in my household. You know, I grew I was raised by a single parent, a single mother and a a grandmother. And, um, so I didn't have that. So as I became a man, um, I, I, I really overextended myself in the areas of things that I didn't have. So I didn't have all the money growing up. I didn't have all of the nice clothes growing up. I didn't have a lot of things that I wanted. So I made a commitment that, Hey, when I become a father and a husband, I'm going to be the best provider and my definition of provision was I'm gonna work, I'm gonna make sure they have money, I'm gonna make sure they got clothes, I'm going to make sure they can do whatever. But what I did not budget for um, is affection, time spent, family time, and finding that balance. And so the fear of not having, or the fear of not producing and, um, and, and, and taking care of my family financially uh, caused me to be very selfish. And so where I was saying that I am being I'm doing this for my family. I'm really doing this to combat the thoughts of rejection or the thoughts of failure. And so, marriage is a partnership, and it requires us to create a life of balance. So, if you—the first thing I want to talk about is that if you're married to an entrepreneur, uh, or you're one that's not—that is an entrepreneurial marriage to someone that's not very entrepreneurial—you both have to find and create. Right? Let me put that there. You have to create a balanced social life. You know, um, for me for years in the first half of our marriage, we didn't take vacations and not always because we couldn't afford it. Sometimes it was because we couldn't afford it, but I had to realize that a vacation can be something that you don't have to spend a lot of money on a vacation. is sometime we're going to go, um, and, and just, you know, chill for uh, a day, have day dates or whatever it is. Right. Um, but because I was so infatuated. Because you can make entrepreneurial things, your business, your mistress, um, it could be your side man or your side chick, and not knowing that you're cheating on your marriage because though you are providing and you are uh, living up to what you said um, you would do, you're lacking the emotional, the social, the connection, the intimacy that's necessary. And so ultimately you'll get to a place of success financially, a place of success um, and, and, everything that you have achieved, you have, uh, businesses across businesses, but you'll come home to zero. You'll be lonely by yourself. Your kids won't like you. Your, your husband won't like you. Your wife won't like you, whatever it may be because you have not created a social balance. Right. And so when I say create, that means that you can't, I, I wouldn't say find it. I would say create it because to create something means I'm going to intentionally, um, set aside this time that we build a social life. So we may meet for lunch every Wednesday. We may go out every two weeks on a Friday. Um, every, every quarter, we're going to take a mini vacation. And in the summer, we'll take a big family vacation and there are going to come times where at night, we're going to spend time together where I have no laptop and, and I, and, and I have no, I'm not answering business calls. I'm not scrolling on social media. I'm not worrying about what's happening at the restaurants or what's happening, um, at the studio or what's happening on the TV network. Uh, I'm not, I'm not allowing that to distract me from what we are creating because we have to put that pertinent time in. And that means vice versa with the spouse, because if the spouse that's not entrepreneurial finds themselves, um, engulfing themselves into actions and behaviors and around people because they're trying to fill a void. So they're, they're sitting on, on the phone or sitting on social media, or they're, um, you know, hanging, uh, with people that they shouldn't be around, or, uh, they're focusing on things that they shouldn't focus on. Both parties must make that sacrifice. We're going to create a balance so that we're not at each other's throat or be looking at each other as enemies because we I don't understand you, and I feel like you neglected me for your business, and I feel like you're neglecting me. And I appreciate me because I am providing um, and I'm doing what I do, and what I'm doing is very important, right? And so we have to learn that in order for us to be married and we're entrepreneurs, we have to. Uh, we have to build our families at the same time of building our businesses. Now there are going to be times of overflow. There's going to be times of imbalance, and this is not always unhealthy. These are things that happen because you are building. But if you spend more time as I'm learning and implementing, if you spend more time, um, in your, uh, time with your spouse, creating them balances, creating that social life, creating them times. Your spouse won't be as mad at you. They won't even be upset with you. They will understand and actually support when you that time when you can't do it because something is requiring your attention in your dreams, in your visions, and in your businesses. Right. And so, um, another thing that we have to do if you're married to an entrepreneur um, and, and, and you, and vice versa, is that you have to learn to communicate better. I mean, this is one of the things that I had to learn is that sometimes um, our words. Um, can do more damage than our actions, right? And so we may have the intentions of doing something right, but the way that we talk, the way to communicate, because a lot of time we allow things to boil, to to, to to fester for years at a time. And though that the person is taking care of the bills and this and the third, and the other person is taking care of the household, there's still a disconnect there and there's a lack of a happiness because the truth is, is that um, the spouse... And and in my case, it could be my, it's my wife. She's taking care of the house, taking care of the kids. My wife gets a certain allotment of money. So I pay my wife, um, to do her job as, um, as, as a wife, you know, so she has a certain amount of money she gets every two weeks or it it depends on how the money comes in or every month to take care of herself, to take care of her nails, her hair, the kids, um, any incidental things, the bills in the house, there's an allotment of money there because what she does do is a, is a job. And so I'm communicating appreciation to her by doing that, but that's not the in all. The other thing that's necessary is that I also communicate with her that I appreciate her, um, for her time. I look, I make her feel that her job is valuable, that I couldn't do my job. I couldn't rip it. Run being studios, creating shows, and um, um, working in businesses, opening uh, restaurants and Walmarts, and all this stuff like that. If she was not playing her part um, with the children, if I had to do all this with the children, uh, it, it would be a, a real challenge. It would be a real challenge to achieve this goal. And so uh, communicating that to someone is not just giving them money, but also giving her time, a lot in time for her to vent, to talk, to share what she's going on. Many times as entrepreneurs, because we are on this high level of thinking, sometimes we forget um, that. Um, the value of communication, the value of listening to one another, the value of saying, hey, I know that you've been doing whatever and you may not feel as important as what I'm doing, but I, I deem what you are doing as an important factor in my life. So communicating is very important to each other. So we have to understand our communication style. And so sometimes the entrepreneurs, because we are constantly in a in a, a, a boss mode, we're constantly instructing, um, we're constantly telling um, staff and we are con- we're telling people what to do. We are not really in a, always a, a democratic type of, of, of mentality because we are, uh, are handling um, employees. We have to understand when we get home, our wife or our spouse is not our employee. So we, we have to change and switch up our communication style um, and then also, because our spouse may be dealing with the kids all the time and all that's frustrating all by itself, the school, the this and the third, sometimes the spouse has to communic- switch up their communication style because they may be frustrated dealing with the kids and stuff and don't know how to really convey what they're experiencing or what they're going through. And when they do say it, it comes out as a bomb blowing up. And so we have to understand uh, communication is essential to marriage. So, even though your spouse may not be an entrepreneur like you, or may it be in a day-to-day operation, one thing you should always communicate is what's going on, especially those things that affect them. So, what affects your spouse is your financial status. That what affects your spouse is your credit status. What affects your spouse if you're if the business is not doing well, or if it is doing well. And so, we always have to make sure that we are communicating to our spouse as a partner. Secondly, the spouse that's home, the spouse that may not be in the business have to communicate what's going on in the home. Um, don't assume that because the, 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 the entrepreneurial spouse is so busy that they don't want to know what's happening, um, what's going on with their kids, what's going on with that. Even though we may seem frustrated and aggravating, we both have to make a decision that we're going to communicate. So strong and clear communication will help resolve arguments as a team. You know, being clear about uh, what what, what expectations that we want to have in our in our communication. What do we want to get out of this? Um, What are some of the things what are some of the things we need to set in place that no matter what we're going through, we got to talk about this thing here. The Bible says don't allow the sun to go down on your wrath, meaning that don't go to sleep. And there's unresolved issues because you're going to wake up and now your day is going to be spent still with unresolved issues. Right. Another thing I want to share with you is think like a couple. Marriage is a partnership. Consult and consider one another in everything you do. You're going to open a new business, new location, new this, and the third. Don't say, oh, don't just say yes, because though your wife may not or your spouse may not be there in every aspect of the day-to-day operations, again, they are affected by this. They they, you know, they may not understand, you know, but they are affected. And I want to say that here. You don't have to understand your spouse's entrepreneurial efforts and and, and, and ventures to support them. Um, this is a misconception about many families and, and many marriages is that, Hey, I got to understand what you're doing to understand how to support you. Support doesn't require understanding. It requires a uh, effort, um, to be that part, to play that part that you do know they need. So every entrepreneur needs encouragement. You don't have to understand them building a TV network or building a restaurant or writing a book to support them. You know, support is, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I have a live video get on the live and share it with your, your Facebook and your Instagram people. You know, it's crazy how many spouses do not share what their spouses are doing. Do not celebrate them on platforms and social media. It's crazy. And you say, well, that's very insignificant. I'm a private person, but they're they're not private. They're on social media to promote their business. So in that aspect of it is you should be the biggest cheerleader. You should be sharing it until people uh, don't want you to share it no more because that's many times they're suffering and they're they're going through uh, rejection and loneliness because people are not in the beginning, people don't always support what they're building, and so you know you don't have to understand it to to support it. You know you don't have to understand it to support it, and so a lot of times that's an escape though for many spouses that are not entrepreneurs. Well, I don't understand how and what they do, but you understand they need love. You understand they need encouragement. Do you understand? You can say, "Hey, baby, I'm I'm proud of you. I I I, I thank God for you." You know, and then same. Vice versa, for your spouse that may not be on, I thank God for you, for your skills you do have, for the things you do with our kids, for the stuff that you do, um, for the meal you cook, for the clothes you wash, because all these things I would have to do if I didn't have you. So I appreciate God for sending me you. So a lot of times um, we don't know how to, we think we need to understand our spouse to support them. Another way to support them is protect them, you know, because you're going to have family members that are straight up disrespectful. I had, I, I, you know, I, in, in a former relationship, uh, I had, I, I, I was entrepreneur and they, and, and they couldn't see it. And so they used to call me entrepreneur Negro insult me because I didn't have a regular job. Talk about me. Now let's fast forward 20 some years later, uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Um, And now these people got to swallow, you know, what they said. I've seen people ask me for jobs that talked about me, but so you, so another way to support your spouse is to protect them. Don't let your mama and your cousin and sisters put them down, make them feel like nothing because you're y'all are building something, and that means that you can't do everything that you want to do. You may not can buy a house, you may not can purchase a car outright right now, because you're investing in a vision, in a dream that will set and create generation wealth for the rest of your life. And so, you know protecting them not being silent not looking remember marriage the partnership so if they hurt your spouse they are hurting you if they use your spouse they're using you and it, and and many times spouses sit by and, and, and don't say nothing. And then the, the other spouse feels like they're not protected. So that's another way to support your spouse. And then also vice versa. It, don't let no one talk about your spouse. That may not be an entrepreneur. Oh, she don't do this. Or he don't do that. Or they're not this and a third. No, my wife, my husband is awesome. they will take care of my home. They take care of my kids. Um, they, they, they work their job and they contribute where they can. Um, they, 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 I, when I get home is, is, it's just they, they create a space for me to be who i am and you make that known you post that you celebrate that we need to start as christian and as believers and as people that believe in the in god's concept of marriage we need to start flooding the internet with celebration of marriage and successful marriages and even things we've overcome so that the world don't feel like marriage is insignificant and you just need a side chick or a side side boo to help you do this, right? So think like a couple, y'all, and support one another, right? And then commit to marital goals and regular check-ins, you know? Like, are we meeting our goals? Uh, all right. All right. Terrence, you, you've been doing this for this long. Do we have the money right now to buy a property? Do we have the money right now to do this? Do we have the money to do that? Or what is our financial goal for this year? How much is in the 401k? Do we have, you know, what are we doing? What is the financial goals, right? Because we don't want to stay in the same space and we, and we don't want to deteriorate. In the same space we want to grow so that the things that we are producing and the things that we're making sacrifices early on in our marriage and relationship and in our family will not be something we have to do every day for the rest of our lives. So, you know, we as entrepreneurs, we're no strangers to goals. We got to put that on the table. This is where I want to be. In 2023, this is where I want to go with our marriage. This is what vacation I want to go to. I want to take my wife on a food vacation because we love to watch, you know, the cooking channel and they go into different places and Andrew Zimmerman show and all this stuff like that. So that's one of my dream goals because my wife has made many sacrifices for me to be who I am right? And I know my wife has goals for me. So check in on that. Don't just say set a goal and not check in. Check on the status of that. Communicate where we go with our kids. What do we want our kids to be? How do we want it to, to pan out, right? You see, many times we think that we, we allow the devil to make marriage to something or someone we may not understand, something that we need to abandon when we may not understand it, but we know we love them. And if we love them, love will produce understanding because we will, we will grow in that love. And as we grow in that love, we we'll be patient to see what they are revealing and vice versa. And as they reveal it to us through the Holy Spirit, we will have wisdom on how to handle it, good or bad or indifferent, so that we can be better from it. So having them goals in mind, asking your spouse, what do you want? Your spouse may not be a person like me that likes to give gifts, which is not my spouse, but she likes affection, holding hands and kissing and all that other stuff. In the beginning, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't with all that, right? But I learned that if you love someone, you have to understand how to love them back. And when you love them back, guess what happened, that flower will blossom and will give you the fruit that you want, all right? But if you keep on ignoring that flower and that flower is saying this is what it is, you're not gonna get no good fruit out of that, vice versa, right? That means that goes for me and her, right? All right, and then also develop a financial plan, all right? If you are married to an entrepreneur and, and vice versa, what is your financial plan? How much money are you gonna spend on business this year? What business do you wanna open this year? But what do you wanna spend on your home this year? You know, you get what I'm saying? And so we have to understand uh, and be clear and concise about what we want, where we want to be at financially, because finance is what break up many marriages. It's not love. It's not lack of sex all the time. It's a lack of financial stability, financial goals, financial literacy. And again, if you grew up like me, many of us didn't have financial literacy. We didn't understand credit. We wasn't set down um, to talk about. Not only wasn't we set down to talk about sex, but we wasn't set down to talk about I, I prefer more than talking about sex about financial literacy alright this is how you use credit this is what you do with your credit this is how you save money this is how you open a bank account no all these things I I learned on my own and I messed up a lot of them on my own because of lack of, of mentorship and it's no slight on my parent it's no slight on my family but it's just it's, it's, it's generational it's not one generation but when you find out it's many generations that experience the same lack of, of conversations communication and so we become illiterate financially as adults as business people and we don't understand that that is the key to growth so setting setting a financial goal setting a house budget i actually right, your spouse how much me I, I need to pay you all right because when i go out here and i'm in these streets and i'm in these business and boardrooms and i'm making money they paying me so how much you worth, how much you think you worth every month? Did I need to pay you for doing your job? And you say, pay your wife, pay your spouse. Yes, because without them, you would have to pay somebody else to wash your clothes, to take care of your kids, a nanny, to cook your food, a chef or um uh, uh, um. um whatever they, they're called, you have to pay them to do that. It is a valuable asset. It, it gives you peace of mind to know that someone that you can trust is taking care of the things that you need in your life. And then also too, I, how much affection I got to pay you? I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about what do you when you want to take a vacation. Where do you want to go out on a date night at? Um, you know, we got to talk about that. It's all in a financial plan that we need to discuss, right? So um, we have to, as individuals, you know, really discuss these things, you know, like really sit down because some of us have poor spending habits. Um, even in business, right. We just, you know, I'm an idea guy and I've learned that every idea is not for now, sometimes for later, but in times past in maturity, I would try to do everything that comes to my mind and, and then nothing would get done because I don't have the, the ability, um, the staff, in um, the time to 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 do these things all at once right so that's some things financial goals setting them goals uh, next one is fight and protect one another right we talked about that a little bit earlier but I want to talk about being my spouse's CPO a chief prayer officer business is war. When you are in business, you're going for a particular assignment, a particular purpose, and it's war. And if you are like me, a Christian believer, that um, when I receive and I make money, I better people. We have the creative, um, the creators' warehouse here that we shoot videos in. We have we have a studio. We have cooking shows. We have the TV network and so many different things. The uh, master classroom, and we do this so that we can raise up um, faith, field, faith base. Um, individuals that's going to change the world with their faith and, and and create an atmosphere for them to create in. Right? It takes money, so when we a part of what we do is a nonprofit. We bring money into this place to be able to support entrepreneurs, support families uh, through the collective church, and, all, and so on and so forth. Right? And so, because of that, the devil will fight us from making money. He will fight deals. He will try to sabotage things, and he will try to sabotage our homes and our marriages because he knows that if they become wealthy. Uh, and rich and get that bag as they say. They're not going just to go and purchase some some sneakers and some clothes and buildings, but they're also going to be a conduit to bring money into the kingdom of God so that more people may may be able to come out of poverty, come out of generational poverty, come out of brokenness. Um, uh, We can mentor young men that don't have fathers and mentor women, young women that don't have the proper uh, understanding of being a woman. The enemy knows that what we do with our success is going to bring a threat to his kingdom. So one of the greatest struggles many the entrepreneurs face is rejection. You know, re- you get rejected by family, rejected by friends, rejected by, you know, I've been there where my own family you didn't understand. So they reject all they, Oh, you need a job, you know, and mind you now, you know, I make more money than most people that I, I am around. I make way more money and I don't go around with that on my chest, but, um, I make money because of the gifting of God but the revelation that I have come and the skills that I have, it is my skills and my ability. So now people don't necessarily pay me no more because of my skills. They pay me for my time of wisdom that I, can, that I can offer them. I can skip them by getting with me as a coach or mentor or a pastor or leader, whatever. We skip you through time because there are things that you, need to, you would have to figure out on your own. You just got to ask a question. And so I was rejected because in the beginning of building anything, it looks like it's crap. It looks like you don't know what you're doing. It looks disorganized sometimes. And then you go to family and friends that are only used of getting their resources from a nine to five job from that's the, that's the generational thing that they have been taught. Go to college, get a job. And that's that. And then you, then you have someone like me that says, no, I ain't doing that. I'm going to break out. I'm going to do it a different way. I'm going to create jobs. I'm going to become the next this or that, that's going to be a success. I'm going to break poverty. And then people say, who you think you are? It's like Joseph. He said he had a dream. He told his brothers and what they did. They, they sold him out. So you'll have many times people that are of your own kind sell you out. They, and they're selling you out because most people, when you speak to them on the level of dream, they get afraid because they heard it before within themselves. And they're afraid And then sometimes you got people that have tried and failed and that they think they're trying to help you. It's like an individual that has been divorced. They say, don't get married based on how they healed or didn't heal from their divorce. So now because they are in a poor place, they frown on marriage. They create a system of thinking that says, I don't need marriage to have love. I don't need marriage to have companionship. Which that's unbiblical and that's sinful, right? So you got to understand we face rejection as entrepreneurs. And so we got we need our spouses to be our CPO, our chief prayer officer, to intercede for us, to cover us. Because because our spouse is not an entrepreneur like us, they have a they have a great vantage point. Because while we're in the battle, they're standing outside the battle on top of the gate, and they can see everything that's coming to, to hit us and begin to intercede and pray for us that that thing will not hurt us it will not touch us uh because they can see because they are desensitized to the battle because they're not in the battle but they sensitize to the needs of their spouse that is in the battle so they're interceding for that. all right so i've been there uh we've been through situations where people would judge talk gossip say little slick things because why because we're not where they don't understand what we're doing. They don't understand our assignment or our call. Or many times we've experienced that from people because they understand and they have a revelation. And that revelation is submit, become a teacher, join in with them, support what they're doing. But because they may not like me or like her or like who, what, how God says for them to do it, they become an enemy because they're resisting the fact that their blessing going to come through us. And they're mad like the brothers of Joseph said, Hey, who are you to say you, we're going to serve you. All right. And they didn't see that no matter how much they renege, they're going to need that man named Joseph to help them. If you read the scripture, you find that Joseph still became the leader, right? So you must protect your spouse and their vision, protect it. You don't have to understand it to pray for it. You say, God, Hey, I don't understand it, but I need you to cover me in the blood and reveal to us uh, whatever is not of you, whatever is coming to hurt us. But I need you to make them deals go through. I need you to help my spouse to have wisdom from on a high. See, people are praying, you know, for money, but I pray for wisdom. Years ago, um, when I first started ministering and pastoring in uh, 2002 or something like that, um, I, I found a scripture where it says Solomon had wisdom because he had wisdom. He had, he would he became the richest man that ever lived, Right. And so I didn't pray for money. He had money, but the money came from wisdom. And so praying for your spouse to have wisdom in every endeavor is a way that you can, you can have peace being married, right. In their visions, and then also protect that vision because that vision affects you. When they talk about that, they talk about you, you know, you know, we live in a day and time of division where we have people divide spouses, divide the family. They will try to manipulate the kids. They will try to draw kids from their, from their father and from their mother. Um, because the enemy doesn't want us to convey to our children, the assignment of God on their life. And so that's why you gotta be protect your vision. Just like you protect your kids because your kids are part of that vision. They are affected by it by that vision right and the last one i want to say um, uh, with being a, a chief prayer officer is pray right I, I want you to tell you when you're uh praying for your spouse vice versa entrepreneurially for the one praying for the one that's not an entrepreneur and vice versa pray for their mind because the enemy is going to attack their mind their mind is their greatest tool of success Pray that God will send people in that will be, um, mentors and, and teachers and great fathers and mothers to them in that path and that journey that they will not have, uh, people in their life that come to siphon them, to just flatter them, to lie to them, to cheat from them. Pray for their mind, that their mind will not be attacked. that They will have a clear mind. that They have rest at night when they wake up in the morning, they have a mind to understand. Pray for your spouse, that they will have peace at home, peace at their job. If they're working a nine to five job, peace with taking care of the responsibilities of the home that they won't feel inadequate, that they won't feel like you know it's worthless. So they they will feel they will feel the love of God in the in in their in their endeavors and what they do throughout the days. But also that they will be productive, right? Pray that both of you all be productive. That they don't waste time. That you don't waste time, right? Secondly, pray for their money. Pray that there's an unlimited flow of money coming through. A flow of resources coming through um, in, in the businesses in the household that you may be able to finance the kingdom of God that you may be able to change the communities that you may be able to break the strongholds of, of uh, in principalities of the region that you're in that you're able to be a bank for God that money may flow that you never lack that you have so much seed being planted and being pl- and pulled up and being planted and pulled up that you always are in a planting and harvesting and that is a cohesive rhythmic uh, um, relationship going on right pray for the employees that the employees are coming that will adopt the principles of the business as they own that they will not be cheaters liars thieves they will not be sabotagers they will be people that as they come in not only will they grow in the in the business but they will begin to um, appreciate and become even saved from the business, if they're not, uh, pray for their pray for your family that your unit be generational, that your kids join in the business, your kids join in, and your kids' marriages emulate the marriage that you have, and that your kids are protected from society, from sexual uh, 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 predators, and from people that would encourage them to live outside of the word of God, people that will cause them to hate their father and hate their mother because of the principles that are being given to them, and most of up. pray that your faith is strengthened pray that y'all both are strengthened in your faith that you don't lose focus of who called you why you do it and and even in, in times of challenge that your faith is risen up your faith is strong and lastly pray that you do not weep and mourn for too long over things that you can't change and things that are dead so today we talked about you know, help. I'm married to an entrepreneur, and I gave you some great tips on how to be married, how to handle this thing, because divorce is not an option anymore. You're gonna stay married. You're gonna build up. We we're gonna see more families building great generational. There's a new new paradigm. There's a new shift of of families. There's a there's, there's families that will begin to build up like Chick fil A has done, and these other big corporations, and 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 that have families that are operating over generations, and they are like a Hobby Lobby. You see, these are Christian companies that people say, oh hey, man, I don't know how they're doing it. It's their principles. It's their foundational core values. It's what they believe. And they stand on the word of God. We need to start being bold about this and stop trying to get the bag without getting God and and, and divorcing because of a TikTok video of something someone is saying that is better off by yourself. Looking at these sexual um, um, things that are, that are, are drawing us from what what it is to have intimacy uh looking at people saying looking at marriage as just a resource and not a lifeline so listen here y'all i giving it to you today go implement it and give me some testimonies that your marriage is better and you're stronger as a business you're strong as a team because you have become a cpo a chief prayer officer for your marriage for your entrepreneur your spouse for your home today love you guys don't forget This episode has been sponsored by www.ringbox.com. That's R I N G B O X Z.com, where you can get a 7,500 credit trade line for your virtual business line and a report to Experian, Equifax, and Credit Suite, Credit Safe. Listen, listen, it's a no brainer. I got all my lines. I moved all my lines over there, and now I have business credit building real strong because of that. Uh, using ringbox.com. All right, love you guys.